0: Hi everyone and welcome to Weekends with Jan. My name is Jan Briones, an entrepreneur and agency owner, former call center employee, an art enthusiast, LinkedIn marketing specialist, and an online business consultant. My mission for Weekends with Jan is to help connect global entrepreneurs with high performer Filipino freelancers to get them unstuck through quality and ethical outsourcing. My goal is to share with you stories from the most inspiring Filipino talents, hear their definition of success, and introduce you to high-performer freelancers to help move your business with the right support, allowing you to live the life you want, focusing on what you do best, and make you stop doing everything on your own. This show is designed for Filipino freelancers, business owners, and global entrepreneurs who are looking to connect and work with like-minded and high-performer Filipino talents. Please don't forget to leave us a review over on iTunes and follow us on socials to be notified of each episode when it comes out. Let's get started. Hello hello everybody welcome to Weekend with Jan episode number 33 excited na ako kasi new um guest today and later i will introduce you to her but first thank you again for staying or spending your time with me today as i get to spend an hour every sunday with amazing freelancers and entrepreneurs from the philippines together we will get a chance to dig deep into their stories the things they had to go through before they get to where they are right now and how they define success if you are new here Say hi to us in the comments, hit that follow or subscribe button so that you never miss any episode or another podcast episode. Before I bring in our special guest for today, I would like to let you all know that I love reading your feedback and reviews about the show. So please continue listening to our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, and ValuePod Productions, the amazing team behind Weekends with Jan, has now launched 32 episodes live. So you can go ahead and listen to the incredible stories of Filipino high-performing freelancers and entrepreneurs from episodes 1 to 32. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you will get a thing or two that will help keep you going or get you going as you journey through freelancing and entrepreneurship. Yeah, so keep those reviews coming. I'm sure our guests would love to hear from you too. All right, if you're watching on Facebook, comment lang kayo say hi to us in the comments, share this with your friends and family, and tell us where you are watching or listening from. Ayan, meron na, ayan, cool. So without further ado, our special guest for today is Selena Bianca Alejandro. Sells, as she is fondly called, is a productivity coach and an official Notion consultant who loves helping people discover their own productivity style so they can achieve more, create a positive impact, and still have a lot of time for their loved ones. She believes that figuring out our own productivity techniques shouldn't be stressful complicated nor overwhelming. Kailangan ko to, Kaya ininvite ko siya eh. Medyo kailangan ko siya ngayon. Hindi, De- Yan. Alright. So, welcome to Weekend with Jan Sales. Hi. Hello, hello. Hi,
1: Ms. Jan. Hi. Kamusta? I'm great. I'm great. How about you?
0: Good, good, good. Ayan. Teka, share lang natin to sa ating mga kababayan. Kababayan talaga. Where are you at right now? Saan part ka ng Philippines right now?
1: Right, okay. I am based in Manila. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, dito lang. Uh, but my family is based in Antipolo. Rizal naman.
0: Ooh, dun ako lumaki sa Antipolo. Ayan. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so, okay na? Ready ka na ba? Like, Magto-throwback yes, yes. muna tayo. Throwback Sunday tayo ngayon. Throwback Sunday. Ayan. So, basically, we want to know your story. Can you take us back in your journey? What's your childhood like? How's your parents like when you were growing up? Bago ka again Notion Consultant today.
1: Mm, I would say my childhood is pretty average. Like, hindi naman ako nahirapan as a child. I would say na I'm not one of those stories na talagang from the dirt kind of thing. So, I'd say middle class family grew up eldest. And as you know, if you're the eldest, there's a certain level of expectation and responsibility mm-hmm. placed on you. And growing up, parang natural na talaga sa akin. Sabi ng parents ko, na sobrang independent ko pala When my brother, when my mom was pregnant with my brother. Parang inexplain explain lang sa akin na, oh, you're gonna be a big sister, that means you won't have as much time for you to help you with your homework, ganyan, ganyan. And to me, my brain processed that as, ah, oh, okay, so I need to do my homework myself. Like, I can't always ask for help. So I just started doing my own homework. Mm-hmm. I was like, kinder or something. It was just a very natural transition. Syempre, nagtampo pa rin ako. <laughs> Syempre, bata eh, no? Yeah, so... Parang the only thing na talagang naalala ko na negative reaction ko was nandun na yung brother ko. Mm-hmm. And my dad felt na I was getting jealous. So binilan niya ng Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Game Boy <River>. <laughs> <laughs> Batang 90s. Um, but aside from that, I think it was just, feeling the yun trend trend of... Just being independent and needing to be responsible at an early age in my life, so I was like, okay, I need to do this, this, this. So I'm gonna do it. because growing up, I was. Ang ko is you know all we, parents always tell me, you need to study well. Ganyan, mm-hmm. eh no, bata. So I was like, okay, my role is that I need to study well. So I will do it. Parang ganon. So, so star section, and all of that. And then, I honestly don't think that I'm that smart. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, I guess, ito yung sa Ito yung lot ko in life right now. Ito yung responsibility ko in life. So, ito yung gagawin ko. Parang ganun. And then, looking back, now that I'm older, parang, I was such a weird kid. Parang, normal ba yon? I don't know. Pero, <laughs> That's how I grew up. School, school-wise, the middle class. So private all-girls school and then science high school. Again, it wasn't really because I wanted or liked science. It was more like my parents said, Oh, it's a good opportunity. Try mo lang ganito, ganyan. Eh, pumasa. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then the brain tuition. So I was like, may panganay self-thinking na, oh, makakatulong sa parents ko kung scholar ako. So, like, realize ko, no, ngayon-ngayon na lang, na parang, oh, talagang in-embrace ko yung, in-embrace ko lang talaga yung role ko, na parang, oh, if this is, and maybe this is a recurring theme so usap natin, Miss Jan, pero it was just, ah, okay, here's what I need to do in this season, so I will just do it. <laughs> Ayun.
0: That's nice. So nung nag-aano ka, uh, nag-school ka, was there a time na, parang, kasi the way, I, the, the way I heard your story, parang smooth sailing, like, was there a time na parang, sige, let, let me know, like, ano ba yung mga na-experience mo bata ka, was there any challenges before, um, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Without getting, I'll I'll say the clean version, um, but uh, I'll just say that I know you're safe. <laughs> there were it's it's never smooth sailing. Looking back, na lang siguro, it's like oh it happened because of this. But when I was in that situation, I'm sure you guys can relate. Then, uh, of course, it's never that smooth. So science high school, I failed for the first time in my life, <laughs> and looking back. I was in star section all throughout until high school where everyone is in the star section. So I failed math and I was in like the star section of math and science back then in grade school. So that failure really got to me. Like I felt like I just quote unquote, I wasn't a math person. So in that stage of my life, I have a fixed mindset. But because of that situation, prepared me for college, which, so by the time I was in college, it's like, thank goodness, suddenly na ako bumagsak kasi hindi na ako sobrang na culture shock going into university, mm-hmm. where it was like one of the most stressful <laughs> phases in my life because it was hard. But because I learned, now I'm thankful for it especially now as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. because you can't, I really believe you can't really make anything great without stumbling and stumbling a lot and being okay with that talaga. Um, so a lot of the negative stuff, the rocky parts of my life would always surround, would be about failure. Because yung, as a panganay, ang nangyari sa akin is, I thought being a good child meant, Oh, I have to have good grades because that's what my parents always tell me uh good grade the usual Filipino dream good grades get into a a good company et cetera, et cetera. Um, but maybe we could talk about how why that did not work out uh but yeah, I guess yon. it it was just having to come into terms from being called a genius or whatever, and then coming into terms with the fact na maybe I'm not a genius, but then now I learned the importance of failure and standing up kahit na no matter how many times ka dumapa. Yeah.
0: Gusto ko yun. Bakit kinikilabutan ako agad? Ang aga-aga? Wait lang. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned something about entrepreneurship. Bago tayo pumunta sa entrepreneurship, may college life eh. What were the struggles ng college life mo? Ano yung course na kinuha mo? Okay. Related ba siya sa ginagawa mo
1: ngayon sa freelancing? Uh, definitely you know, not. Sige, tell us more about <laughs> ako. Hahabolin ako ng DOST. Because scholar ako going into college. And yon. I took up BS Food Technology in UP Diliman. So because yun nga, science high school, I had to take. May pre-approved list kasi yon of courses that you could take. And the usual problem ko noon was... Syempre, I'm, I'm still a kid. I didn't know what to take. And then I would have to study that for at least four years. Ganyan. So it was a really hard decision. And I just went with food technology because it sounds cool.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: practical because I like practical things. And mm-hmm. then it's food. Like, who doesn't like food? Yes. So, um, I took that. One of the hardest parts, siguro, was my matigas kasi ulo ko. At this point, nasanay na ako sa failure. I'm starting to realize na at this point in my life. Na grades are cool. Grades are probably important to a certain set of people or a certain path. Like if someone so doctor, which I did not want to do, then you would need good grades to get into a good medical school. But I didn't want that. I wanted to experience a lot of things. I realize the value of trying out a lot of different things and getting actual "Quote unquote experience," so I didn't want to just keep studying because, alam mo like maybe not, nagsawa na ako sa sobrang academic setting ng ginagawa ko lang is memorize ako. So the challenge of my life was not wanting to settle. Uh because there's this joke we used to have where it's like, okay, if you want to have a, and this applies to life, I think. If you want to be happy, you can only choose. Two out of the three, so sleep, social life, and good grades. And for me, I was like, no, I wanted all of it. <laughs> so that challenge was like, how do I get there? And defining ano ba yung ibig when I say good grades? Like, kailangan bang makakumlaude ako para magigmasaya ako? And it, it's been a debate in my head because uh parents said you have to have good grades, etc. And I was like, hmm, what if good grades just meant I get to keep my scholarship. <laughs> I do my best, but not at the expense of um, learning outside of the classroom. So what I did was kind of crazy. I joined multiple orgs. I think I joined five. Hindi <laughs> naman, naman ako active in all of them. Pero looking back, ang dami kong, dami kong time. Yun yung palagi <laughs> joke sa akin ng mga friends ko. Like, girl, dami time. And I was like, well, yes, I make the time, so, mm-hmm. which is very much how I also teach productivity. Like, if it means a lot to you, you will have to make time. So I joined a lot of orgs, different orgs. Then joined you exposure ko to marketing because I joined an advertising org, joined a leadership org, joined a lot. Ended up joining the student council. Um, mm-hmm. sa plano. It was just like, whoa, what am I doing? Um, I did part-time then. Without my parents knowing, because <laughs> they're like, "Oh no, just focus on studying, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "No, I want to work. <laughs> I want to try working." So I'm um, nagbarista ako for a few months in a cafe in UBS. Yes. Nice. So don't then your first experience ko of like, oh, actually working, sobrang stressful. Mapunta sa service industry, kaya talagang saludo ako sa so mga. I mean, like I'm doing it for fun. But what if? But what if you know? It, I'm UP, eh. so I'm exposed to having peers who need to work Alam mm-hmm. so it just also made me appreciate whatever privileges i have it's it's there, eh. and it's just a matter of what will I do with what will I do with the things that I have yun, yun, eh. Kasi sa totoo lang, Ms. John, like I'm really inspired by fellow freelancers nah. Walang wala, like, less than what I have, and that they made it work, inspires me na if sila, they were able to make it with, like, with a lot, in my opinion at least, like, a lot more things against them, then parang for me, as someone who is privileged enough to be protected by that a little bit, means na I feel like I have an obligation to realize my own potential as a human being Mm -hmm. um so I think yun 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 yung drive na sayang eh parang bata pa ko kaya ko pa sayang I want to learn as much as I can without sacrificing my grades as much as possible and there were there was a lot because I was in college for six years five-year course and then nag exchange student pa ako. so in other words talagang living life to the fullest na wow. ano yung si- five
0: course na, five year course na ah
1: uh, yeah it, uh, food technology sa UP As still management.
0: the same oh. like hindi ka ng, uh, oh, nag shift <laughs> ng wow nag shift ay nag shift nag ka for food tech and then yung exchange student is also about food tech
1: not dire <laughs> <laughs> and yung no, no. This is um, a common theme in my life. Is that whatever experiences are given to me, I make the most out of it. iba-iba. Mm-hmm. So that exchange program was in Tokyo, Japan, and the focus of that was learning Japanese. Okay. <laughs> and I, well, it was free; to was subsidized, and I get to live in Japan. So I was like, why not? Parang, eh, f- I guess. You know, I think, you know, my personality ko is like, pag na, parang, why not? Um, yeah. And so, that's another, that could be a whole episode on how I applied and how I got it. Yeah, definitely. It was like, I saw the thing two days before deadline. Tapos nakapag, ang dami nangyari sa dalawang araw na yun. out okay. 20 minutes before the deadline. Mm. And apparently, the school I chose, isa lang yung pinipili nila. And it was one of the better schools. And I didn't know anything about that. Uh, just <laughs> applied blind. Sometimes it's great when you don't know what you're getting yes. yourself to para maunahan yung imposter syndrome, para maunahan yung overthinking. But yeah, uh, yun. And then...
0: How long ka doon? How long ka naging exchange student?
1: Yeah, so one school year. So around 10 to 11 months.
0: Oh my gosh. So five years yeah. ng college sa Philippines, <laughs> yeah. then nag one year ka sa Japan, Yes. Tapos, may mga extra work karen on the side?
1: Yes, sa so japan. I think dunarin uh, dun ties into the whole freelancing thing kasi. Uso kasi yung mga part time work. The part time work I got, kasi ayo, I, uh, I didn't want to do, kasi I wasn't confident in Japanese skills, kasi so I couldn't do service jobs. Well, I did writing and translation. So, I would write articles for um, English websites lang about Japan. And the pay wasn't bad. But at the same time, like, kasi nga, walang pressure kasi my allowance naman, ganyan, subsidized yung living. So, it was like four years. And then after my fourth year, the exchange. And then when I came back, I had one year left. I, sorry, three years and then the exchange and then two years left. Okay. So, in the middle of it. I made a decision na, okay, I'm not gonna graduate with my batchmates. I'm gonna go on an exchange. So, I got.
0: <laughs> <Grabe ka>. So... Ang <laughs> <I'm> ganap, no? Ang <laughs> ganap, but I'm impressed. because, parang, all of these things happen just by your own decision. Wala, walang peer pressure, walang anything. Ah, wala. it's, your, it's your own sole decision. And not everybody could do that. Like, some, mm. some people could like would need affirmation from other pa other people pa diba Parang they would need parang kaya ko ba to tingin mo kaya, tutuloy ko pa ba exchange as uh, an eh, exchange ano ba lifestyle or what but paano ka so nagstart ka ng freelancing sa Japan as a writer yes. para kanapadpad ng productivity sa okay. nagstart si productivity
1: <laughs> again maraming ganap to <laughs> No, no, parang, I'm like, how many years old? So the, the whole thing with productivity, I was really inspired because I in college. Pa lang. I had a lot of orgs and at the same time, I was trying to see if I could be loud. And so I started reading a lot of nonfiction. I've always been a reader, la, by the way bata pa lang ako, yung laro ko, <laughs> yung laro ko would make a library sa bahay, tas may Dewey Decimal System, tas may library cards. What the heck? Ay, sorry. I am, I know, I am a nerd. <laughs> tinanggap ko na lang, like eventually tinanggap ko na, oh, I'm just really a nerd.
0: Namiss um, <laughs> ko me Dewey Decimal System. Nag-library club kaya ako, grade 45. <laughs> <laughs> <The> ako yung nag a ng mga... <laughs> It's
1: fun! Oh my gosh, I found a kindred spirit.
0: Oh, sorry. Continue, continue. I miss ko lang in
1: Okay, We can talk about this after this call. But um, yeah, I got into... Produ- I first got into freelancing with the writing. Kasi that's what I was confident in. That's how what I knew I could do. Mm-hmm. And so I... Applied uh sorry, I went into a copywriting course and all of that. Thing is, that copywriting course, um, to sa isang productivity course that I was also taking, mm-hmm. that I actually got under a scholarship. So this was a foreign a foreign mentor. I'm not sure if you've heard the name Tiago Forte, but he has a course called mm-hmm. Building a Second Brain. And I uh, know, in, I uh, know, very on brand lang, kasi he, he teaches about personal knowledge management. In other words, in English, he tells you how to take notes and organize them. Okay. <laughs> it is so, I'm thinking about it, because that's, <laughs> I am into that. I'm sure most people are like dozing off right now, but I really like it. And tell so, me about
0: it a little bit, like. Taking notes sure. while you're, what do you mean?
1: Ah, okay. So the whole concept of it is that we are knowledge workers. Okay. Freelancers, I would say, are knowledge workers. Meaning, puhunan natin, utak natin. Mm-hmm. And so in his thesis, I guess, on why he teaches it is that as knowledge workers, utak natin yung um, puhuna natin. But then we're not taking, we're not documenting the stuff that we Need, so so a lot of it it's disorganized or it's just in our heads. So what he teaches is that you have to have one source of truth for your notes, and he teaches you different ways on how to take notes and how to organize it. But the basic gist or objective of it is that if you are able to take notes, if you're able to communicate your ideas it helps turn those ideas into reality, into something actionable. Like, yun yung goal na yon. Like, it's not just about writing or theory. It's about really turning um, those ideas into actionable things and to so that you be more productive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Nice. Okay. So, from there, nung pinag may yung program or yung course niya while studying writing, di ba? Para makapag-deliver ka ng service mo as a freelancer. Yes. yes. nag na lang oh. ba siya sa pagiging productivity coach mo? Or sige, how did that go?
1: The interesting thing is that I really cannot take away God from my story. Hindi talaga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And later you'll find out more um, throughout my life looking back. Kahit na hindi pa ako believer nun. But anyway, so, I was in the middle of both of these courses. Sabi ko, mas gusto ko to. Mas gusto ko yung productivity course. And I remember talking to a good friend of mine. Telling her, like, hey, friends pa rin ba tayo if I decide not to pursue copywriting? And this was May. Uh, May 2020? Yeah, it's May 2020. When were um, you working for her? Were you working for her? No, then no. Then? We were just sobrang naging close lang kami. Like, ah. we met. We were both in the same program, okay.
0: okay. Um,
1: and then we were in the same copywriting program and freelancing program. And then she reached out. We hit it off, and so, tatlo kami. And then the two of them were copywriters. I was supposed to be a copywriter, and that was my intention because I was like, oh, copywriting, malaki pero jan, so financial stability, <laughs> the works. Mm-hmm. But then talagang, I had to make a decision between. Okay, I know this. Path will make me a lot of money, but will I be happy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I realized I told her, I was like, I actually really want to do something related to productivity, but I haven't seen anyone else doing it. So I don't know if the market is validated, but I really want to do something. I didn't even know what service yet. And it's funny because it was, it was a it was a faith thing because. Things aligned during that month, and so much na, interestingly enough. I think sinabeko yon May 30 or May 1, and then exactly a month after that, you know, I told the world I was a productivity coach. Um, during that month, I tried it out. I tried it out on them. I made my friends into my guinea pigs and <laughs> tried it. Like, I was like, Do I want to do productivity? And then I just tried it out, helped them out, and uh, it. It's funny because until now, they they tell me the, uh, whatever I advise them to do still helps them to this day, which is the goal because you want it to be sustainable talaga. So, yeah. So na punta. It's, it's as complicated and as simple as that. Yeah.
0: Is, well, yeah. For, for someone who's been aligaga in Tagalog, aligaga ako eh. Like, I have everything in my head. And as you said, if you, if I know how, if I just know how to take down notes, or take notes properly of what I have in my head and put it into action. Mukhang magiging mas maganda yata buhay ko. I mean, ganun. But, but since, yeah, for, for someone na aligaga kagaya ko, and I always want to be doing stuff, make it fast, finish things fast, sometimes nag, nag-piggyback siya sa akin na parang may mali. May malikang ginagawa, parang ganun, may kulang. So for me na ganun yung, mag, yung pag-iisip ko, The way you explained how you transitioned into productivity coaching, medyo gets ko siya. But for those, for me, simple siya. For those na ngayon lang narinig yung word na productivity, can you tell us more about it? What is it about?
1: So I'll do the traditional or at least yung the popular way people define it. And then I'll give my own version of it. Mm -hmm. So traditionally, if you Google nyan, productivity is always a measure of output from the industrial revolution. I'm not going to go geek on you guys, but basically it's a measure of how much you do. It's quantified by how much you do. And that worked, but I don't like to define it that way because I don't like defining people's value by how much they do because I believe kahit na ikaw yung pinakatamad na person sa mundo you have value kahit na hindi ka gumalaw because your value isn't supposed to be measured by what you put out and so instead since we are now in the dawn of like knowledge workers like freelancers yung puhunan natin utak natin more than the output for me it's about intention and purpose so for me if I intend to work on these things, one, two, three, and nagawa ko siya, kasi yun yung inintend kong gawin for that day, then I am productive. If I told myself I would rest, but I worked instead, even though mataas yung output ko, since I did not honor yung intention ko sa sarili ko, that doesn't sound very productive because the rest is also productive. So it's a matter of really knowing and understanding why are we doing the things that we're doing because I don't like it when we do things just for the sake of it or because someone else told us to do it. I really want more people to be intentional with like, okay, why am I freelancing? Oh, because they said ganito, ganyan. But like, is that going to make you happy? Or like, oh, I'm going to get six-figure clients and that's my definition of success where it's like, so I like to examine a lot of the reasons why we do the things we do. So yeah, I'll just rephrase it. So for me, productivity is about honoring the intentions we've set for ourselves. Because the frustration of not being able to do enough, usually it's the yung, yung feeling that you feel like you're not productive enough, it's usually because... We have an expectation that if we have 20 things in our to do list, we usually have an expectation that I need to do all 20 today, otherwise, I'm not productive. But if you set the intention of I'm going to do the top three things that are important in this list today, even though hindi mo nagawa, even though lower yung output mo, because the intention has been set from the very start and you're firm with that boundary na hindi, masaya ako kapag nagawa ko tong three things to, then you're good. Then you won't feel as bad. Kasi nga, the intention is right. And it's there. And it has been honored. So, ayun.
0: Ang ganda nun. Ewan ko, para sa akin, sobrang linaw niya. Sobrang linaw niya. Kasi, sinink mo yung intention sa doing eh. You're not just doing stuff for the heck of it. You're intentionally doing it. And that's what makes you more productive. Sabi ni Jerson dito sa comments, spot on. Oh, may tinamaan ka. May tinamaan ka na, <laughs> Ayan. Thanks, Jerson, for being here. Hi, Michelle, Den, for being here. Ayan. Next question ko. So aside from copywriting that you started, sa pagiging barista nung college ka, ano pa yung mga pinagagagawa mong work before ka naging Notion consultant now?
1: I did content writing for a law firm for a little bit uh, the thing is I have no pride. So parang, I even applied to be a manager at Dunkin' Donuts. Cause for me, it's like, if it's, it's for me, it's for me. Yeah. And then and then like God, if this isn't for me, then close the door. And he closed that door. So like, okay, I wasn't meant to be a manager at Dunkin'. Other things I did in college, I used to do calligraphy a lot. So I had I already had a business with a friend, a small one. I would do calligraphy, she would do watercolor, so we would do, we would make stickers or customize things. I've customized some invitations and logos for weddings na, stuff like that. Aside from that, oh yeah, when I was in high school, <laughs> I sold um, peanut butter cups. Like, I would make ah, them my... ko yun! Ah. Alam ko so, si okay. peanut butter cups. <laughs> Because I love Reese. (laughs) Yes! Oh, my God. They were pretty pricey. And I I don't know what came over me. I was like, oh, I'll make them. And then people like them. And then I started selling them. Mm -hmm. And I was in grade two. Earliest recollection ko was grade two. I was making friendship bracelets out of yarn. (laughs) Selling them for like 20 pesos. And apparently, that wasn't allowed that time. So I had to return the money. I don't know. But I guess from a really early age, I, I grew up with entrepreneurs. Eh? I grew up with business owners. So I guess it was only natural for me to always be making something with my hands. And mm-hmm. I, I found joy in it, I guess. Less of the money non time nayon, and more of like, oh, it's fun to... Uh, make something and then never validate yung idea mo because people buy it. So,
0: Are you uh, saying both your parents are ano, entrepreneurs na? Or wh- how do you know yeah. uh, you were surrounded by business owners at a yes. younger
1: age? My grandparents, my grandparents' father's side, mm-hmm. um, uh, my lolo was in corporate sa Petron or Caltex, and, but then he started a farm. So I grew up na, he, he had a farm na and my lola would support him Sa admin work So she was the one Who taught me How to write a check How to write receipts And stuff like that With her typewriter So until now She has like That ancient okay. typewriter She had like three And parang pinamana niya Sa akin yung isa So as a kid I was just typing down stuff mm-hmm. Um, So I know I know Paano magpalit ribbon Sa typewriter Because she would teach and so, yeah, my lolo was uh, in the piggery business. And then so my dad would also help out um, because my dad's a vet. So he would do some stuff. Eventually, um, my parents would start their own uh, pet grooming uh, store. But before that, growing up, my mom uh, would sell, I think, yeah, she would she would sell Yung clothing ng doctor, they would call them scrub suits. Yes. So she would buy the she would buy the fabric and then she would send them to her sewers. So in may parang parang in a way, parang agency pala yung setup niya. Now that I think about it, so <laughs> she would coordinate and then she had sewers and she would be the one to talk to the clients. Mm-hmm. Um and so I grew up with that. Uh, with and then well. My mom's so mom side ko naman lola ko. She was she was doing side hustles when side hustles weren't cool yet. <laughs> like she had three jobs and stuff like that. Oh, so so. The, um, parang it was it was not more normal to me uh yung going into business than actually going corporate because I didn't really grow up with a lot of people who went corporate talaga. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, so tell us, paano ka napunta sa Notion? How did you get involved into Notion? What is Notion for those watching na uh, hindi pa aware what it is?
1: So for me, I would define Notion as this tool. It's a lot of different things. Some people call it the note-taking app, but it's this tool which you can use in different ways from... Note taking to managing your life, to managing your business, and um, as a CRM, sa mga fellow LinkedIn specialist, like this Jan. So basically, it's this tool that you can use to be more productive. Like if you're familiar with Asana or Trello or Todoist, it's similar to that uh, and more. So that was basically the app I was using when I was trying to get my life together. So the story of that was, I graduated college 2019. And eh, so at this point, you guys already have an idea na may pagka So I was planning to go into corporate na, mga ano lang naman, mga one year before I graduated, tumingin na ako. Yeah. Pero medyo pinalo ako ni God, like, hey, no, don't. Like, I just felt it. It wasn't an audible voice. Pero yung gut feeling na sobrang lakas na. Oh no, don't. And I was like, okay. So mga four months ako walang ginagawa. And diosanay na walang ginagawa. From five orgs a student council and a science course, every a the thesis, mm-hmm. to like nothing. So um, I, I wanted to get my life together. And that's when I found Notion. The thing is, mm-hmm. I knew about it na beforehand. Kasi nga, my friend... Was connected with the founder, and she knows I like productivity apps. She's like, "Hey, try this." So I tried it. Did not look. I was like, "What is this? I don't understand." It's just a blank page. I'm so overwhelmed. So I uninstalled it, and then, bumalik siya sa akin Basically, and so that's eventually I got the hang of it, and I liked it so much. I applied to be an ambassador. Um, a Notion ambassador. So that is basically like saying you're a Notion super fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got in. And so, because there's like an application process. And applying there is free lang naman. But I got in. Like, they checked my socials. And so, I was in the community. I was in the dedicated Slack kami. And so... At this point, I was I was using Notion a lot. I even told people about it. I told my closest friends about it. And then suddenly, like, I posted it on my wall and people were like, whoa, this is cool. And then a lot more people started using Notion, at least the network network. And then so I, at this point, actually, I think it's nice to mention at this point, I've been freelancing for nine months, but I haven't really gotten what you would call a premium client which is well the way we define it, right? Is like $1,000 per deal or per project. So the thing is, it's not, it's a combination of, I think it's a combination of showing up and at the same time, like right, being faithful, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess the way I'd like to say this, because I want this to be relatable for people, because maybe maybe you don't know notion and maybe you don't really care. But I think this is a story. I'll preface this. This is a story of if you prepare the soil correctly, the seeds will grow. And so I've been in freelancing for nine months. I wasn't really I was blessed enough to not have to worry so much about it. Mm-hmm. But I was concerned. <laughs> like I was like, mm, when am I gonna get it? But I don't know. I just followed my gut trend. So, ito na nga. <laughs> the climax of it was I was in that Slack channel na of Notion ambassadors. And the truth is, I didn't reach out. The truth is, I have no idea why they chose me, but they did. <laughs> they messaged me. Someone from the Notion team messaged me Hey, Cells, there's this opportunity that you might like, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought it was something you had to apply for so during the call with the person uh, I was asking okay what do I need to give what do I need a portfolio or basically what I asked was what do I need to do so that you choose me and then they were like oh this isn't this isn't an audition this is we're just asking if you want to do this and I was like okay (laughs) They they were looking for a Filipino but I wasn't the only Notion ambassador there. And I wasn't even the first. I was just... I showed up. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the most active, but I think I showed up in the right places. So I guess like the reason why I say it's very important to have your soil prepared is because you will never really know when that opportunity will come. So it's not about... For me, the way I approach things is, is not about being that strong seed that pushes through concrete or what. Uh, maybe that's not my style. Maybe it's yours. Mine is more like I am the soil na. You have to prep because I learned about gardening. Again, marami mang ganap sa buhay. I learned about gardening and the reason why I kept killing my plants is because I wasn't taking care of my soil. It wasn't the right soil. And I guess for me, it just so happens na tama na yung mindset ko skills I feel like the soil was prepared. So that, and again, prepared yung soil kas long client. So when that big client came, I was ready to receive it. And so when yeah, being involved in Ocean, basically what we mean, what I mean when I say I was involved in Ocean is I was a fan, but I also got to close them as a client. And they were also my first premium client and they were a retainer for quite a while. And I got really good feedback. So basically, it was a great, it was a great role because I got to teach Filipinos because customer service nila is Filipinos. And they just wanted a Filipino to sort of teach application or appreciation tool. And that's what I did. And I got great feedback. So it was, it was awesome. And Champer like, iba pa rin yung masasabi mo na, I got to work, I actually got to work with Notion, which is the tool that, where I put my life in and organize my life in. So, yeah. Prepare mm-hmm. your soil. <laughs> ang
0: ganda, ang ganda ng journey. Sabi ni Ivy, hello daw, Coach cells, Ivy Carla. Yeah. Ang ganda na story mo, says, Kasi, but I keep on hearing about your faith, God. I wanted to hear it. I wanted to hear it kasi na-curious ako eh. And for for someone na Catholic ako, lumaki. Uh, um, do mga active ako sa church when I was super young, nung batang-bata ako. Sumasali pa ako sa mga Flores de Mayo, ganyan-ganyan. Super active ako sa church. But when mm. I when I started studying in college, medyo hindi na talaga ako naging active and medyo na wala ako sa tamang faith, ik nga. Lately, na lang ng mga nakakaranas na ako ng mga ano. So I want to know that part of your story, cause I keep on hearing it, and I, I'm I'm curious about I love that. It. <laughs> I like this
1: more than when we talk about you. <laughs> go go. Um, no, I really actually prayed for this, Miss Jan, cause I was like, ibbring up ko ba to God? Cause kautotoo to lang, I can't talk about myself and not talk about God. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not like sobrang drama ng buhay ko. Ang daming masamang nangyari and then blah. But like you, I uh, grew up Catholic. And then, you nga, padpad ka sa Kung hindi ka mapa-question ng face, hindi ka nalang <laughs> alam. And so, there was also a period where I asked a lot of questions talaga. It was like, uh, was, I was um, Catholic and then I was Christian, but maybe not really because I had so many questions. And then, paano ba? It was, it was because, I don't know, like I didn't even want to be Christian man. Because <laughs> I was like, pare, pare lang naman yan, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not even sure where that's coming from. i na back why I felt that way. But I believed in God naman. Pero yung ko na, I believed in God and okay na yun. Parang ganun. But I guess I, trying to find the words is really hard. That journey of faith, took a while. I was a Christian, quote-unquote, for five years before ko talagang nasabi sa sarili ko na, oh, I'm saved. Oh, I, now I know I really am Christian, parang ganun. And to me, it doesn't really matter what you call it. What is important is yung relationship, deba, uh With your Creator, with God, with Jesus, in my case. And so, there were a lot of times, kasi nga, ganap ng buhay ko. Ay uh, yun nga, yung, getting to Japan was one turning point. So I got into Japan na sobrang 20 minutes to spare for that application. And during that whole time, hirap na hirap ako, like, alam mo yung feeling, Miss Janna? Feeling mo talaga may nagsa-stop supernaturally na parang ayaw kang, ayaw ibigay sa yo. Na the only thing I could say after ko pasa. Like I really looked up. And at this point, like, two to three years na ako hindi pumupunta ng service or church or whatever. I was like, God, that's you. Like, God, hindi ko yun mapapasa without you. So I was actually pretty confident na hindi. I'm gonna be an exchange student in Japan. Because I don't think there was a reason kung bakit ako papahirapan ng ganito. And I got it. And dun ko na lang nalaman na, oh, so many people applied for it. And I didn't even have a course remotely related to foreign studies or Japanese. It was a science course. Na remember an interview where they would ask you questions like panel interview of like five old people. (laughs) Five old people in the academy. So it was very scary. And they're like, oh, how is your course related to what you're taking? And I would I would try to, you know, I would try to um, make an excuse. I would try to justify it. And then they would smile. Pero kita ko sinusulat 0 And I'm like, oh my God. Um, so it started from there. So sabi ko, pagpunta sa Japan, I'm just gonna try going to a service just to thank him. Yun lang. Parang ganun. Like, I just wanna thank him. <laughs> and the thing was, God had other plans. So pagpasa ko dun sa church. It was apparently, and and it was apparently part of the same mother church I used to go to in the yes. Philippines. Yeah, and so since andaming Filipino, I felt so at home, and it was because the group leader they call it a group leader, like a small group leader or something, natouch ako, not because of the things that she told me or whatever prayers, touch lang ako because there was this time na, she was a school teacher, so after she taught her kids Pinuntahan niya ako just to have dinner with me tas nilibre pa niya ako like pumunta siya sa station nearest me and just ate with me and yun lang na lang oh, lang siya ganito ganyan. I was like you're weird like why would people do that it's like these people exist <laughs> and then just there was just one time na I was just reading my bible and then talagang sinabi ko ulit yung prayer of like Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And it was so hard to say. Yung talagang, why is it so hard to say? Alam mo yung yon parang, na ako, So why is it so hard for me to say? And there is really that resistance. And so, yun na yung start siguro where talagang rekindle na. And the reason why I keep saying, talking about God, even though siguro for some people, it's not, it's like kind of weird to talk about it in a Business, this is a business podcast, I would say. You
0: said anything podcast.
1: <laughs> <And> that's nice. <laughs> but, you know, I, I can't not talk about God because I would not be here without Him. Mm. Yung the whole, oh my gosh, <laughs> like getting Notion as a client and closing a retainer deal of premium, yeah. premium, premium was not me. And when I say it's not me, I'm not saying I'm lazy and hintay ko lang si God to do things. Pero nga, like being in collaboration with Him na talagang, okay, I will do what I believe I need to do. I will stay close to God so that He tells me what I need to be doing. And then just trust na He's working in the background. And He always is. He always is. I don't know where my leads come from. Pero, okay, right now, I have 5,000 5, pesos in my bank account and that's it. But I am so at peace with it because there is such a strong belief. I guess one thing I want the listeners to take away from this is growing up, I made it a point. It wasn't always like this, pero I understood the importance of having your values talaga, understanding what you value it doesn't matter if we have the same ones or hindi. Pero you understand, what do I value? Because yun yung core mo. And then, what do you believe in? And I think because of that, talagang... I'm at peace. It's not perfect. Like, sometimes it's like... Sometimes I complain a lot and stuff. Pero at the end of the day, kumbaga, I know where... where Kung saang direction ako dapat tumitingin. So, when I napapatingin ako sa so to the left or sa so right, tas medyo hindi tama, pumapaling, then it's so much easier to redirect because I know where to go. So, yun.
0: Ala, may napapaiyak ka na. Sabi ni Michelle, oh, nakakaiyak no! naman tong interview na to. <laughs> Well, just, you. yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. Despite of that, meron ka pa rin bang mga objections na nare-receive, challenges na binabatok narin oh, yeah. up to now.
1: Ah, uh, there's a lot. I think the more, um, this goes for everyone. I think if we share the same theology or not, if you are. Because I know everyone knows my specific calling and purpose. Like, you know that deep inside your heart. Your dreams are part of that. And there's just this longing. And I believe that the closer we try to get to that, there will be objections, there will be rejections, there will be redirections. Sometimes it's from God, sometimes it's from other people, sometimes it's from the enemy or the devil. And so the closer you get to your breakthrough, in my experience at least, the more the attacks will come. For me, the worst objections for me is less of an external thing and more of an internal thing. Like, the moment na the moment na you're at peace with things, the next minute, i-injectan ka ng, o oh, talaga bang at peace ka? Why don't you worry about your sister's tuition? Or sa mong yung babayaran mo para sa lupa mo? Or sa mong yung babayaran I mean, like, there's, there's, because the world is a noisy place. Your mind is a noisy place. <laughs> and so, the biggest objections I've got are always from myself. Mm-hmm. Or Satan pretending to be my voice. Parang ganon. And so it's really important to check. Nga, um, Talagang to redirect. Na parang. I think that's why I'm so... Sinasabi, like binababa, or I, At least I try very hard na babaan yung pride ko. And give it to God. Because the moment I start saying, na, Oh, all of these successes come from my own strength. That means the enemy can target you where you're weak. And believe me, we are all, we always, we all have that. But I feel like if I give it to God, then I really feel like mas madali for me to kind of return or reflect that na, yeah, okay, I'm not the best. Maybe I suck. Maybe, I know, but, pero... God's strength is shown in my weakness. Parang ganon. So it's 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 not perfect and it does get to me a lot. Imposter syndrome gets to me a lot. I've always been open about that. But mas um if I know, because I do know that it's not about me, it's not me. I am just like a vessel, paranganon. So yeah, yun. Grabe.
0: <laughs> aside from the strength of your faith. Are you also, are there also like people you look for, you look up to and who guides you and, and you know, who helps you kapag may mga limiting beliefs ka, imposter yes. syndrome ka? Can you okay. share?
1: Um, it's like I tried searching in my heart, like, sino yung sagot ka dito? But the truth is I'm never not learning from anyone. Uh, Whether that be you when we talk, sa mastermind natin, or my friends who tell me hindi kaya mo yan, or my family inspiring me to do better, or even my clients, uh, learning from them as they navigate, learn how they navigate parenthood and business, my business mentors. But the truth is, I'm never not learning, even from, even from yung the guards around the condo, or just... Wait, it's true, Yan.
0: No, I've already learned that the guards, in fairness, when we're going to check them out, there's some nuggets you can get in fairness.
1: So there is always a lot of... So I'll go back to the whole soil seed thing. If you, if you prepare your soil well, a.k.a. you... No matter what seeds you put in there, may makukuha ka. You you get something from that. And so it's a matter of absorbing like a sponge. Pero since you know your values and your beliefs, you also have a strong filter. So absorb things like a sponge. Pero may filter ka na, okay, is this something I want to emulate? Is this something I want to copy? because so you can't just learn from everyone and like do everything because that's not going to work but if you are yung core mo kumbaga, is strong then there's no way you can't learn from everyone talaga even the even the <laughs> one sorry i'm going to give one example even the person who cleans the condo at times so she's so Atelizel. i love this is like a business lesson naman I love how she does follow up. Like, she will follow up relentlessly. And when she follows up, it's always a reminder to me, for my own business, hey, I should also do follow up kasi wala namang mawawala. And because she keeps following up, and she would even suggest, like, hey, can we do this more frequently? Ganito, ganyan, para hindi naman ganun kadume or something like that. Or And she would she would upsell me. She would, like, ma'am gusto mo, <laughs> ma'am gusto mo, ano, dagdag ng 200, pero gagawin ko na yung laundry nyo, ganito, ganyan, ganyan. And, you na mayon like, there you can't not, if you are open to learning from anyone, You and dami mo makukuha talaga.
0: True. Grabe. Meron ka pa bang... Definition ng sarili mong success, despite of what you have explained so far. Iba pa ba? Iba pa ba yun? Sige, tell us about it. Yes.
1: Okay. So the way I define success is closely related to how I define freedom. So to me, freedom is success. And freedom, yeah, to do what I want, to to, to go where I want, when I want, etc. I think that's also why I'm so tied into the whole productivity thing and freeing people from yung the chains that's that is our schedule and time and uh, our responsibilities but I like to define that freedom not in the sense na we get to do what I want no holds bar mm-hmm. but more like I want to be free of the baggages that um, that prevent me from fulfilling my potential my utmost potential Because yung potential natin, our ability to work, is a blessing, not a curse. And I feel like the more people who get to realize that potential, the happier we are, one. And number two, the happier everyone is because we get to help people out with whatever our gifts are. So that's my definition of success.
0: Good. uh, Sabi ni this is so refreshing and encouraging to listen. Hey, thank you, Jasmine. Ayan. All right. So for people who wants to work with you, who wants to be um, you know, mentored by you, tell us about exactly what you do sa service mo as a freelancer, as a business okay. owner, and where we can find you.
1: Okay. So again, but let's say it this way: I am a productivity coach. And a systems consultant who specializes in Notion. What does that mean? So I help people be more productive. Um, I mentor people, coach people to yung tipong personalized way. So the same way that I have my core values, I try to look at my client's personality. And this is true for all my services. Personality, goals nila, and then tailor fit strategies that work for them and their business. So kumbaga... I'd say overall I help people with I help people with their productivity, whether that's individual, so productivity coaching, or sa teams and businesses. Nala, so that's systems consulting. So usually operations, day to day project management. I get I like helping with all of that because again, I'm a nerd and I'm proud of it now. So <laughs> um really optimizing the business so that alam mayan, we go into business because. Mm, money is secondary. And first and foremost, usually we go into business because we have dreams that we want to do. And business is just a vehicle to that, which means I help people uh, not be so chained to their businesses. talaga. So there.
0: Um, you, can, find you, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, you can find me. I guess the best way is to contact me. I have a website. It's sells Alejandro. C-E-L-Z Alejandro. So it's just my name. And you can find out my contact details over there. And so, really easy.
0: Yes, lalagay ko yan sa ating show notes. Yay. My last question ako sa'yo, hindi ko ito binigay. Surprise to eh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Suspense, charot. Ayan, so kung makakalimutan namin lahat ng sinabi mo, in 10 words, ano na lang yung dapat naming tandaan? As a freelancer, as a business owner, as a person, what is it na tatandaan namin sa interview na to? ito?
1: Talaga yung, okay, ito talaga ito mm-hmm. um, Be open to what God wants to do in your life and not... Hindi <laughs> na 10 words. I just want to say, be open to what God has planned in your life. It may not make sense right now, but if you stay close to Him, it will make sense. Always.
0: <laughs> ah, ang ganda. Grabe, Sens. Thank you, Singh. Thank you so much. So At,
1: much. No, alam mo, hindi natin,
0: that. hindi ko to inano eh. Um, ano ba nangyari noon before I invited you? Parang there was something telling me to put you on air. Hindi ko alam kung ano but i was just and then na sent ko na lang sa <laughs> yung invitation <laughs> diba out of the blue bigan mo na gulat yes. na ako I ako like, okay <laughs> diba? but i think i think it's there's um this is the right time for people to know about you what you do how you help people and i'm happy na pinaunlakan mo i pinaunlakan mo yung ano yung show ko today and um yeah any other uh, any other things you want to tell people before we end this session today
1: yeah um god loves you and you're valuable even if even in your laziest days because you're not defined by your productivity
0: Yon, ha grave. thank you so much cells for being here today thank you so much and guys if you love this episode Please do us a favor, share us your feedback, comments, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So, punta kayo doon, give us your feedback. We will appreciate it. And catch us again next Sunday at Weekends with Jan. Thank you for staying with us. Thanks, Els. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. There you have it. Wow. That was a very powerful message. Thank you so much for spending an hour of your Sunday with me and I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. Now, please head over to our socials at Weekends with Jan for the link and please leave us a review for this podcast over in iTunes. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night with family and friends and I'll see you next week on another episode of Weekends with Jan.